Hello, this is Reverend Raymond Kaufman, pastor of the Log Cabin Community Church in Vinings, Georgia. Welcome to our podcast. Today, we're discussing things that bring us joy. It's the Advent season where we're preparing for Christmas, and we're looking at the spiritual aspects of getting ready for receiving the Christ child. This is a season of joy, and this is the third Sunday where we celebrate joy it's a time, the Christmas holidays, where we're, we're singing and talking about rejoicing. Today, we lit the Advent candle of joy at our church, where we joined churches all around the globe. And today is the Sunday that we look at joy. What, what really is joy when you look at your life? How do you consider joy in your life? Um, this could be a hard question to answer. There could be many things that, that bring us joy. At the Christmas holidays, we exchange gifts. It's a way of showing our affection and love and appreciation for others. But, you know, material things are a, a way that, that bring us joy. But an overemphasis on that is a very external type of joy. I, I read this week about a woman, and she collects, of all things, she lives in Canada, she collects vintage Pyrex baking dishes. I didn't know this was such a thing. She has this vast collection of 1950s memorabilia in her home, and this is part of it. And, you know, so many people in their lives focus, I'm not saying it's bad, but focus on material things to give them joy. But then there's also the joy of family and friends. When we have rich and deep relationships, that gives us joy too. There's also the joy that we have of when we realize in our life we were found our meaning and purpose, and we feel like we're contributing to the world and the betterment of the world around us. There's the joy of a job well done at the end of the day, knowing that you've done your best and you've accomplished something. I read this week of the story of a little boy. He was in church with his mother. He was turning around and he wasn't really fidgeting, but he was smiling and he was, you know, kind of winking at people behind him. His mother saw this and she thought he was disturbing the worship service. She turned him around and kind of swatted him on his little leg. He started to cry and she said, now, 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 that's much better. <laughs> you know, I think church should be a place where, you know, we do have serious worship but we don't have to be so serious. I'm glad that when we come to worship today that many worship services aren't so serious, but it's a place where we express all of our emotions. We can laugh together and smile together. It also is a place to grieve, a place to pray, to meditate, to contemplate. Church is someplace just a place to be where we feel accepted and loved for just who we are. And what better place there is than to come and to bring a heavy burden, something that's on our heart and our mind and our soul, a heavy burden that we carry, and we leave it there. I don't know what you're carrying today. Do you feel like in your life, perhaps, you're carrying a heavy burden? Christmas is a very special time of the year, but for many people, Christmas is not the happiest time of the year. It, it can be a time when we're burdened or we have sorrow in our lives. And and we look back at the past and we remember maybe Christmases past that are very different from Christmases in our present, and it really can affect us. So I don't know what you're going through this season, but I know that whatever burden you may be carrying, we always can take those things to God. When we read the words of Paul, he wrote a book in the New Testament called 
Philippians. And it's only four chapters. And in these four chapters, he speaks very much about 10 times about being joyful in your life, no matter what your circumstances are. And the amazing thing is the Apostle Paul wrote this when he was in a prison. And I imagine him in my mind's eye being in a a cold, dark cell somewhere in prison when he wrote these words about having joy in your life. And I I thought, how, how can someone who's in this miserable prison write to this church at Philippi and saying, you have to have joy in your lives? How on earth could he do that? But I have to realize that Paul found a way to separate having conveniences and having things to experiencing true joy in his life. Have you ever heard of a person saying that they may have been raised in a very and very humble beginnings in their lives, but their family was just so happy. And the happiness and the joy they had was knowing that they were loved and grew up in a wonderful home. I've heard people say, you know, we didn't realize that we were poor when we were little. We were just happy. Or the young couple who looks back at their married life and says, you know, when we were first married, we didn't have a lot, but man, those were very happy years. Can we separate the material things and the conveniences in our lives from the true joy and happiness that God God gives us internally? Even Paul's earthly life could not separate him from his joy. For Paul, joy did not come from his environment or his belongings. It really came from God. And God is the true giver of true joy. He's the great comforter when we're going through a difficult time. And our God is the giver of a peace that transcends all understanding. It's a peace that even in the midst of turmoil in our lives, we know that God's in control and we're going to be okay. It comes from something freely given, the love of God and the peace of God. Paul knew that nothing could separate us from the love of God. During the holiday season of Christmas, we focus on the joy of the coming Christ. And as we journey closer and closer to Bethlehem, we're reminded of what awaits us when we get there. A Savior. A Savior who brings something that no one else could give us. True joy. We celebrate knowing the Lord is at hand. He's here amongst us. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. We're encouraged at Christmas to rejoice, to have joy in our hearts, the joy that comes from above. As we close our podcast today, I would like to close with a meditation that deals with gratitude. And, you know, when we have gratitude in our lives and we're thankful for the many blessings that we have, joy is a result. So may I share these words and may you focus on the goodness of God. With gratitude, I remember the people, animals, and the beauty of God's creation. I offer my gratitude for the blessing of this earth that I have been given. I offer my gratitude for the measure of health that I have been given. I offer my gratitude for the family and friends that I have been given. I offer my gratitude for the community That I have been given. I offer my gratitude for the teaching and lessons that I have been given. I offer my gratitude for the life that I have been given. 
And finally, I offer my gratitude for the gift of God's Son, who came to bring us hope, peace, joy, and love. My prayer for you is that all good things, all good gifts from God, will be a part of your holiday celebration. The hope, the peace, the joy, and the love. Merry Christmas, and God bless you.